Poppins. No, is it the tie-in with the new Mary Poppins movie that's it, coming out? Yeah, it's a super tie-in with the Mary Poppins movie, but um, they're trying to like conflate the artistry of Mary Poppins with the artistry of I'm gonna go with the Nissan Sentra, although that could not that could be the wrong car. It doesn't really matter. Uh, really, it just makes me think less of Mary Poppins. That's kind of weird. I don't like when companies do that. You know, it's just like uh, the, the kind of care and creation and artwork that goes into a movie like Mary Poppins. It's the kind of care and artwork and thought and imagination that we put into the Nissan Sentra every year. Yeah, so I mean, there is um, an element of artistry to engineering. And stuff yeah, there is, but you're like, giving a lot Yeah, of... that's, uh, that's like I'm being really... You're being real generous. Yeah, really sort of laying out and expanding the edges of what can be considered art an artistic undertaking I'm like yeah we made a car it's like cool i guess I guess that's art it's art the same way that andy warhol's lithographs and prints are art i guess but at least i he had still him. feel like you even then yeah at least andy warhol still had like um a message there was something he was trying to convey but does art have to have a message I remember thinking... That's to have a purpose, I think. I mean, cars have purposes, but... It's not an artistic purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, damn, look at that car. That really makes me think about society. Um, Self-driving cars do a little bit. When I look at a Tesla, it makes <laughs> that, me think about society. <laughs> makes me think of Johnny Cabs. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cab. Yeah, which is... Uh, Johnny Cab, we watched Total Recall, starring Johnny Cab. Um, I, oh, uh, this is Adventure Production Space Force. Oh, yeah, Space Force. I'm Sean. That's Kyle. I'm Kyle. Um, no big news or anything. I watched a video about how uh, Rockstar's game design is outdated in regards to Red Dead Redemption 2, mm -hmm. and I agree with it. Um, I'm still definitely in the camp that it's not that much fun to play, so it doesn't function as a game. The stories and characters are all highly derivative of other stories and characters I've seen before in westerns, so it doesn't function as a great storytelling mechanism. Therefore, it's garbage. Everyone on the internet, your opinions are so bad, <laughs> you just get hyped up for the most random shit and think everything's the greatest thing ever for a couple months, and then finally criticism starts to develop. And uh, that's why society's a joke and we're heading towards Total Recall. <laughs> Uh, actual, like, we're all gonna start implanting memories of fake Martian, Mars trips or Saturn trips. Oh, well, I have a feeling... Also, you can't go to Saturn. I, I believe there is no crust on Saturn, right? They're going yeah. to the moons. Well, maybe there's, like, a floating space. We got, like, a cloud city situation. Well, my thinking is, in probably the distant, distant future, there is gonna be some sort of, um, neural implant, neural stimulation, stimulation that is gonna be the equivalent of video games. Right, plural. I guess. Matrix. I mean, sort of. Um, I'm not sure how the technology is going to develop or what it's going to end up like, but I do think eventually it is going to be like you trick your brain into going into a different world. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole point. Mushrooms. VR and yeah. Ma mescaline. Yeah, so you'll have like a steady drip of some drugs into your brain, <laughs> little neuron impulses getting pumped in there, and then you just uh, go on your little fantasy adventure. Recall. 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 So, um, this movie's a little bit of a cheat because it came out in 1990. Yeah, I wasn't okay. really watching 80s movies, but it was filmed in the 80s. It's Total Recall. It's a famous movie. Cult classic. Everyone likes it, I think. I think everyone's pretty familiar with Total Recall. Yeah. Uh, Paul Verhoeven's back. 
Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Oh, there's one thing I gotta get out of the way real quick. Um, remember when we watched Robocop and mm-hmm. you're like, Dick Jones isn't in isn't in Total Recall? I guess. Dick Jones? You remember the old man? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's in Total Recall. Who does he play? He's he's Cohagen. Oh. <laughs> he's an evil old man CEO in two movies. That's crazy, because um, I watched Total Recall last night. And, uh... I can barely remember anything about Cohagen, right? even though he's the main villain, but it's really Richter who's the villain. Yeah, I guess. It's, well, I mean, kind of the same way, like, Clarence Boddicker was the villain in Robocop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it's a really the same dynamic. Ironsides. Michael Ironsides. Well, Ironsides has a similar dynamic with uh, Cohagen that uh, Boddicker did with, I don't remember, Dick Jones and Robocop. Yeah, whatever his character's name was. And they, uh, Dick Jones, get, or uh, Cohagen gives a similar angry, unhinged rants to his underlings, just like, it's a really, like, it's the same character, yeah. it's like... I guess I just don't care too much about, like, the money man villains. Like, yeah, maybe they might be the, the what? cause they got, like, of, a real estate cause of all the, like, <laughs> Scheme events that are taking place or whatever, but they're just boring old white guys. Richter's way more interesting than Cohagen. I mean, Richter's way more bloodthirsty than Cohagen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, man, only remember in the 80s and the 90s when you could just be a regular ass looking balding dude and just, you got a career, man. <laughs> Baby, you got a career going. <laughs> you got a career going. That was never the case for women, though. We noticed that. You can't be like an ugly, overweight woman. Mm-mm. There's some, I mean, there are bit parts. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's some, uh, obvious exceptions to the rule, but for the mm-hmm. most part, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's true of everybody, right? Yeah, Kathy Bates. Yeah. But that's... About it. You gotta be real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's Paul Verhoeven. He's back from the Netherlands, and he said, "You know what? I want to oh, work. I want to work with Arnold Schwarzenegger." And Arnold Schwarzenegger said, "Robocop's dope. Get me in your next movie." Also, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love Philip K. Dick. Yeah, he, well, he um, forced some like some production company to buy the rights so he could be in Total Recall because it like fell through another production company that went bankrupt. But another great thing about this movie. It's written by our old friend Dan O'Bannon, who you all recall directed Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. He also wrote like Alien and shit, so he's more of a writer than anything. But he wrote this movie. Do you hate Total Recall? I feel like you said everyone likes it so much that I'm, there's a turn coming where you're like, I hate Total Recall! Uh, no, I don't hate Total Recall. I just, uh, the important thing really that we need to talk about is do you think he actually goes on the adventure? <laughs> or is it his. Is it all a delusion? I think it's uh, I think it's like Pan's Labyrinth, where there's enough evidence to support either theory, but not mm. enough to actually come to a conclusion. Hmm. I think it's up to the audience to decide. What is the evidence that it's actually happening? Well, I mean, the, that you see all of it. Like the well, the doctor is sweating when he's upset. Yeah, but that's his delusion running wild. Is it? That's what he wants to see, <laughs> right? Like the same. The, the, there's no definitive answer one way or the other. <laughs> Well, I'm firmly in the camp that this is actually just his... Well, but also, the, he dreams about this woman before he meets her. He dreams about Mars before he meets her. Mm. Um, the, I mean, you, obviously, it's part of his, it could be part of his illusion, but the nurses or the recall doctors like, we haven't even started the implant yet. Yeah, but that could actually just be the start. Right. Yeah. Just, I know. I mean, I'm just, that's my point. It's like the same thing with Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> it could be all in her imagination or it could be real. So, with Pan's Labyrinth, I'm firmly in the camp that um, she is a princess, and it's all real and fantastical. <laughs> with Total Recall, nah, I think it's all his, uh, he goes to Total Recall, they 
put the implant in there, he starts to have his little vacation, and then he goes crazy. And then at the end, you know, the blinding white light that comes that's coming out of it? Or no, that's right? his lobotomy. Mm. And he's like, oh no, I'll never think again. <laughs> he's like, oh no, I'm going to be like one of the Kennedy, that one Kennedy sister that the dad had the bottom of his. <laughs> and also he's married, he was married to Kennedy. <laughs> Maria Shriver. Uh, that's crazy. Arnold Schwarzenegger was part of the Kennedy family for a while. <laughs> that was strange. But a tangled web movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll bring up some more evidence why it's a dream as we go through the movie. Or not a dream, but, you know, his his uh, vacation. His mind vacation run wild. <laughs> but shit, man, we start off out here and it's like, damn, look at these miniatures. I feel like this is the last movie that used heavy miniature work instead of CG into the 90s. No, there's definitely... Like, CG does not get heavy used until like the late 90s. Like with The Matrix? Yeah. Remember that cool movie? I remember that cool movie. Remember the first one right? Not me. Those, they had ghost guys in it. Albino Dreadlock. Oh, uh, yeah. And Monica Bellucci. Uh, yeah, so these uh, miniatures are cool. They're just bouncing around on Mars. And like, well, let's hold hands and get out of here. Arnold just fucking trips, <laughs> busts open his spacesuit, and starts to get uh, depressurized. Decompressed. Decompressed. Uh, uh, and classic Arnold yelling, yeah. He's like, uh, uh, that's what he does in most of them throughout the movie. <laughs> and um, he wakes up and it's like, holy shit, Sharon Stone's here. <clears throat> She's stopped dreaming about Mars, you dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a <laughs> typical woman here, you know, like, she had, he's. Dreaming about a, a secret love affair, and she's pissed at him about his dream woman. Mm-hmm. A Has that ever happened to you in real life? Um, no, I've never. I don't. I've never had me in real life, but I definitely remember mom being pissed at dad a couple times for having like dreams about a lady, right? Well, no, with mom, it's like she has a dream. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, mom no, had a dream. About the she's mad about the dream. Yeah, that's what it really. How dare you do that to me? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I've never. It's never. Happened to me with my girlfriends, but um, I've had, of course, I had a dream before where like I've, I've died or left and she's been upset. At, yeah, not like I've cheated on her. Hmm. Yeah, that's never really happened, but obviously it does happen because our mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's like, hey, stop dreaming about your dream girl and let's. Do well, here's it. A, here's something in favor of this not of this being real. Mm-hmm. Like, why is she so? Like, against him dreaming about Mars. Like, she's jelly. The whole thing seems to be... Well, but why? Because the woman... She's more jelly about the woman, right? But not... Yeah. Like, why, why doesn't she... Why isn't she curious about why he keeps dreaming about Mars and why he's so infatuated about Mars? Like, that's something I would wonder if I was married. Well, she thinks Mars is garbage, and it seems to be garbage. Because she's like, why the fuck would we go to Mars and get shot? <laughs> <laughs> this ghetto planet. Um, I forgot how salacious this opening scene yeah, was. Right? Like, you see a lot of Sharon Stone just real casually. Which is cool because um, I was watching this like, oh, this is interesting because this is like actually... How real people are. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there's just casual nudity with your significant other. It's interesting. But then I was like, I remember watching this movie when I was like eight, nine years old. <laughs> I'll ask it with Coops the first time before I mm-hmm. move before I was making notes. And she's like, you, you watch this new Ryan's age? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is um, we watched a lot of, like, really crazy, violent movies and when we were kids. But there's something about the violence <clears throat> and the sex in the 80s and 90s that is so removed from reality. It doesn't seem... 
detrimental to me. Like there's almost like a cartoonish nature to especially this. This one has some cartoonish rounds. Yeah. Or it's like, no, nah, I don't think I don't see it being particularly destructive to like a young kid's psyche at all because it's just kind of like, yeah, it's pretty goofy. Like Sharon Stone looking good. Sub Sharon Stone. <laughs> um, she went on to do Basic Instinct two years later with Paul Verhoeven. I'm guessing he like saw this scene. Well, he, at one point he wanted to show like more in this scene, and she's like, "Nah, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't want to." And he's like, "I'll see that vagina." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she, I, Sharon Stone's right. What's the point of seeing more of Sharon Stone in this scene? Yeah, and I think this is perfect how it is. Because, yeah, it's not super gratuitous. Like I said, it's just kind of a little casual. Yeah. After all that, they were, you know, doing, he was smashing that booty. Fresh cut to him making a smoothie. He's got future kitchenware. Do you see all that kitchenware from the future? <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly just, like, Ikea stuff. I feel like it's like, oh, it's a plastic cup with a black ring around the bottom. Only in the future will you see this sort of <laughs> stuff. It's like, well, maybe not. And, well, you know, to make things futuristic, you just got to add, like, rings or lights. Uh, um, my next note says Mars is a ghetto, which is, yeah, because he's watching the news and it's like, yeah, everyone's fucking rebelling because they can't even afford fucking oxygen and everyone's getting shot and shit. And it's like, yeah. So why don't we move to Mars? Hey, why don't we go? Uh, why don't we move to Mars? <laughs> She's like, why are you stupid? Did you just see the fucking news? Are you watching the news or what? You fucking idiot! Why don't we move to Mars? I just like the Martian military is crushed workers. Is basically mm-hmm. the entire news yeah. program. And apparently, we're just uh, the whole point of Mars. Is it's uh, it seems to be like a mining operation. We're mining some sort of material for a war that's taking place on Earth. We don't get too many details about the war, but is it taking place on Earth? Well, kind of yeah, but there's some war going on that we need. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like Trivintia. It's like Trivernium. I have yeah. it written down, but I don't think I wrote that right. Tiberium. Tiberium. That sounds about right. Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah, just some purpose for us being on Mars, aside from it being cool as heck. Uh, she suggests Saturn. She says it's better, but as we all know, you can't go to Saturn. Yeah, I don't think you walk around on Saturn. Right? You can go to one of those moons. Um, why does Saturn have rings? This is a joke. Yes. I don't know. Because God liked it, so he put a ring on it. Oh! Remember that Beyonce song? Who? Beyonce. Nope. Oh. Queen Bee? She related to Tina Turner? No, she's related to Solange. Oh. I know Solange. Yeah. She had the best album of 2016. Was it? Yeah, it was 2016. <clears throat> According to Pitchfork. I don't read Pitchfork, but sure. Oh, I don't think he was number one on Pitchfork, though, but it was, like, top five for sure. Also, that album was really good. It was a good album. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. No, Solange's cool. She can't sing as well as Beyonce, but she I mean, has better taste, <laughs> you know? Interested in different things. Yeah, Saturn's better, but we all know it's not. Arnold's got to go to work, and we see the first experience of spooky, scary skeletons. Because they walk through, like, the metal with... The skeleton detector. <laughs> I was gonna say metal detector, but it seems to just determine if you have a skeleton or not. <laughs> All right, we can see the skeleton. Oh, that guy's got a gun. It sees skeletons and guns. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they were gonna use like CG over motion capture to do this effect, but it didn't work out. So they just had to like hand paint and animate the skeleton. Ugh. Pain in the ass. Yeah, it looks really cool, but yeah, the, whoever's job that was, like whatever team that was, they're probably just like, man, this is fucking garbage. CG's a joke. <laughs> this show will never take off. <laughs> I wasted my career. 
Uh, and we get Arnold being a tough construction worker pet, and you know, they're breaking random rocks. Well, first he sees the commercial for Recall. Oh, that's right, he sees that Recall commercial. It's way. got a cool jingle. I don't remember how, like, the. I just know that Recall, Recall, Recall. Recall, Recall, Recall. You'll lose your life to Recall. Yeah, and then Arnold's uh, breaking rocks in the hot sun. Breaking rocks <laughs> in the hot sun. I fought the law and the law. Um, I don't kind of fight the law in this movie. It's not the law, but big business. That's kind of law. It's the Martian law. Isn't Coagan the governor? Is he? I think he's the governor. Oh. It seems as long as the Tiberian flows. Seems a little bit vague. The Tiberian, the spice Tiberian must flow. Oh, I guess it's kind of like um, Westward Expansion, where he like kind of got there first and made a bunch of money off the of mineral rights, and then because he is so wealthy, he's yeah, like, I'm is, the boss now. This is cow, a space cowboy stuff again. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's you know. I mean, a hundred years from now, you're gonna get Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Not the Netflix version. Netflix version. Oh, you didn't hear that? What? No. Netflix is gonna make a live action version of Cowboy Bebop. Are Garbage. Netflix stop. Cowboy Bebop already exists. That's like every time they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make the live action Akira." It's like, no, no, you're not. Akira already exists. Akira's fine. Yeah, I really like Cowboy Bebop, and I think it's fine the way it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't like much anime because. Um, Nothing against Japan, but the, in general, their storytelling style is just way too obtuse. Like, it's just constantly voiceover of the protagonist telling you exactly how they feel, exactly what they're thinking, and that's even, like, how the dialogue takes place and shit. Like, Evangelion is garbage. If you try to watch that show now, you're just like, oh my god. But, Akira's really good. Cowboy Bebop's really good. Studio Ghibli's really good. I think that's probably the end of the list. I don't know, man. I'm really yeah. trying to reach for it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm telling you, listeners, is that uh, anime sucks. If you like anime, <laughs> you <Great>. suck. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> um, so he stops hammering rocks for a little bit, and he's like, Harry, Harry, Harry. And he's like, yeah, they, uh, this, my friend did it, and he got lobotomized. Then, he got one of them schizoid embolisms you hear so much about. <laughs> schizoid embolism. And uh, Arnie's like, huh, interesting. And then immediately goes to recall. <laughs> yeah. Go to bad. Uh, the secretary's got cool future nail technology. She can change the color of her nails with like a stylus. Yeah. That's pretty cool. The uh, secretary, she was on some 80s show, right? She really looks familiar to me, but I can't place her. Are you saying all black people look the same? No, I think that she was legitimately on a, like an 80s television show for my youth, and I can't remember what it was. Oh. It might have been like some soap opera mom watch, too. Oh, that might be the case. Wait. Sean, what's happening? She seems too old, young to be on what's happening. Yeah. There was this, like a... Uh, that's not important. Huckster. This guy's like a car salesman yeah. for brain vacations. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know... Saturn's the best. You want to go to Saturn? Saturn. Yeah, why is he pushing Saturn on this poor show? I don't know, but he's just like, fuck Saturn, I'm going to Mars. Mars is the best. I don't want to hear any of that shit. Mars is my new favorite. And he's like, alright, well, you know, we'll do two weeks, you go to Mars, you know, just do Mars stuff. And he's like, how would you like to take your vacation from yourself? Huh? Which I don't, really, be a rock star. I don't really get the appeal of, because, um, well, maybe to a certain extent. Like, when I play RPGs, I, like, make myself. And then I go through the game making choices as if I was myself. Yeah. But it is in a different world, you know? I get that. I like, I try to play RPGs sometimes where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be like a bad guy and do bad things. 
And then what ends up happening is, like, two hours in, I'm like, man, I should have feel bad for these fucking characters. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Also, um, most RPGs now, there's no incentive to be a dick, really. Yeah, that's true. All it does is just prevent you from, like, getting better prices at shops or weird shit like that. Yeah, before you used to be able to, like, become very rich mm-hmm. and being a dick. Or look, like, crazy, like, in Fable 2. Yeah, but even that was kind of just a aesthetic Cosmetic. choice. Yeah, yeah but I, 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 I like aesthetics more than a lot of stuff in video games. I, I wish that they could find both an aesthetic, perhaps, and also, like, a gameplay element, a story element. Yeah. That it changes. Also, you could just get really good at magic and look really cool, too. Mm. So, you didn't necessarily have to be a dickhead. So, I guess, I, I kind of get it, because running around, like, in Baldur's Gate, I'm acting like myself, but I'm also just some big, tough-ass warrior who's got to save the kingdom or whatever. Isn't that what you're like in your everyday life? You're a big, tough-ass warrior, got to save the kingdom? I'm a big, tough-ass warrior, but... I don't know what I need to save. I feel like more in real life, I just want to destroy things like the government, um, <laughs> um, people's opinions about video games. <laughs> Two very <laughs> important things. Important things. Equal importance. You know what? Gamers rise up. There's too many women and minorities in video games. Am I right, gamers? But yeah, so he has an opportunity to choose what he wants to do, and like he's like, oh, secret agent, I always wanted to be double seven. Yeah, it's like sports hero and shit like that. Secret agent, celebrity rock star. Yeah, secret agent didn't seem like the best option. To be yeah, honest. some of them are all, like celebrity rock star, sports hero. They're all kind of the same person. Yeah, that just means you're gonna go on this, still gonna be the same vacation, but then the people in it are gonna be bothering you for autographs and shit. <laughs> if you're a secret agent, like you're gonna be running around shooting guns and shit. Way different. He's like, alright, cool, I'll hook you up, my man. Um, we'll also get you an exotic woman. Mm-hmm. Meaning, not white, because she's exotic. One of the options was white, though. Yeah, but this is a revolutionary code word that they had in the 80s and the 90s, and even today. Oh, today it's more like... Urban? Oh, she's very ethnic. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Oh, ethnic. ethnic. Everyone has an ethnicity, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you look real ethnic. Okay, which ethnicity? Irish. Yeah, I do. I got, red hair, green eyes. Yeah, no, I got dark brown yeah. But I do have red hair, big red beards. My skin's like milky white. Yours is too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your son's especially. Yeah. Yeah, he's got dark hair though. Black hair. Mm-hmm. The spooky kind. Um, then they mentioned some alien stuff. He's like, yeah, you'll see some alien stuff too. We're gonna. He basically. Well, lays... Ed, yeah, they lay it out a couple times in the movie. The doctor, Doctor Edge, Ed, Egbert also does. A mm-hmm. Well, he tells you exactly the end of the movie, yeah. which is why it is part of his total recall. Trip. But also, he's in on the the whole plot, so he knows that there is a secret alien. That's what I'm getting at, right, Kyle? You can interpret it two ways. Mm-hmm. Expand your mind. Well, so, alright, so check it out, they say... Here's some mushrooms. They strap him in, into the machine, and they're like, okay, cool, there's gonna be alien stuff. He's like, what head the ones? They uh, ask him, like, what kind of woman he prefers. He's like, no, first they're like, hey, hetero or homo? Yeah. But... (laughs) Oh, boof! (laughs) Whatever. The uh, doctor... That's me when I play RPGs, too. Like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Let me sleep with whoever I want, Bioware, goddammit. The doctor lady was like, oh, she got really excited when she said Hedro. Oh. Okay, we're going to, you make some choices here. You got to tell the truth. Well, Don't he, lie to me. he does make choices. And for a split second, you see Melina on the screen. Mm-hmm. 
So, but he's also going under. So is that his his imagination? Is he dreaming already? Well, I don't know. Are we watching, seeing everything from his perspective? Or we don't we know. Their person right now. And then the guy who's about to implant the Total Recall goes, "Huh, blue sky on Mars," which is what happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. You're not telling me anything that I don't already know, Kyle. Um, 41A is Melina. That's what she's does. He's, like, oh, he's not gonna want to come back. Her, her, her. 41A. Then they mention. Here's where they mention the schizoid embolism. Good <laughs> schizoid embolism. And they have to go get uh, Huckster Man. Yeah. He's like, don't, she tells the secretary, don't let this lady leave. Yeah, and then she runs in, she's like, Bob, the client's gone. And it's like, eh, I don't know if that's that important. We got a schizoid embolism going on here. It was a schizoid embolism. You know who it is, it's a fucking agency. They shoot pump him with like enough you know, they, to kill a water buffalo. Yeah, huh? they're pumping him up. It's, you can't stop him though, you can't stop Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think time is slowly stopping Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Eventually they'll get him. Um, yeah, so they pump him full of shit because he's choking the shit out of the car salesman, man. And then they're like, alright, fucking get him a cab, drop him off wherever, we'll return his money, we'll erase him from the system, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like a homeless person that we caught in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, but as he's yelling, he's like, you blew my collar, you my collar, don't shit me to Oakland. And uh, so this is where we are now in his total recall dream. Or is that actually happening? Hmm... He's got a Johnny Cab. My you note says Uber. Yeah, my note says Johnny Cab. No way, because <laughs> as we know now, self-driving cars don't have little friendly robots in them. I think that I hope like Google or Tesla tries it out, or or somebody sees this because I, I like a little friendly robot. It might uh, convince people to give self-driving cars more of a chance. Because mm-hmm. right now everyone's like, no, the fucking robots are going to kill us. Yeah, I'm going to get one of them to Google a uh, little, little Johnny Cab YouTube. See if they yeah, because maybe people are just like, oh, I don't friendly robots. No. Okay, I'm into it. Because, yeah. you know, people are fucking dumb. I love friendly robots. Like, if you, yeah. know, if you got in a cab and there's a Furby driving your car? Hmm? A Furby? Furby's kind of spooky, though. What about, like, an R2-D2? Oh, I trust R2. <laughs> I trust R2. No problem. Even BB-8. I thought he was pretty cute in Force Awakens. I don't like those movies because there's a woman in them. What? <laughs> She's the best. I like that lady. I forgot her name is. I feel bad. Oh, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Carrie Fisher. She's funny too. Alright. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. She had a lot of good jokes. Uh, here's another reason I know that this is just a stupid dream, though. He gets out of Johnny Cab, he runs into Harry again, and Harry and what looks like his fucking bowling team are supposed to be the secret agents that are going <laughs> to capture Arnold Schwarzenegger right well, now. Well, what are you talking about? Like, well, Michael Ironside's a big, just kind of a bald dude. You, you know, tough guys. Yeah, but Michael Ironside plays like fucking psychopath in this movie. He seems intense. Like, that dude kills people, no problem. <laughs> His friend, too. I'm just saying secret agents got to look like everybody else. I guess, but, like... That's why they're secret. He kills the shit out of these guys. Yeah, he does. He's, like, fucking breaking arms, shooting him in the face, shooting him through the chest. I mean, Harry's a fat fuck, so what do you expect? Well, that's what I mean. It's, like, him and his bowling team. They're all just, like, (laughs) frumpy dads looking. Well, they got guns in outfit. And I guess that's all all you need. But not against Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Secret Asian Quaid. Hauser. Uh, he kills him, he runs upstairs, and he's like, Sharon Stone! Sharon, look at this! They look tried to kill me! And she's like, this. They didn't they're trying to kill you. You went to recall, and they fucked your brain, you dummy. Yeah, but my favorite part is, she's like, muggers? And he's like, no, it was like, secret agents, or whatever. And it's like, really? 
you would have you immediately assumed they're secret agents. I just feel like fucking Harry needs money. Him and his bowling team <laughs> need right fucking up. new bowling jerseys or something. They tried to rob me. I wouldn't immediately assume they're secret agents because uh, they look like garbage people. There's a continuity continuity error here that that really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Uh, both times I watched it, <laughs> uh, he is holding on to Sharon Stone's shoulders, right? No blood. He, he, yeah, that's it. Exactly. He's like, she's like, I don't believe you. You got mugged. And he's like, no, look at these bloody hands. But there's no blood on her shoulders. There's no blood anywhere. And he was touching her. Hmm. I do like when he shows her the blood, though, because he's like, look at all this blood I collected. <laughs> How did he get so much blood on his hands? Um. Did he just rub his hands in it when he was done? He's like, she's not going to believe me. I don't know. There was, I feel proof. like there was one part of the scene where, like, he does uh, I mean, there's a lot slap of blood. a dude in the face and break his nose. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. He's got blood. Like a lot of blood. On his palms, On too. his palms, specifically. Yeah. It's like he washed his hands of blood. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did. He's like, I need the proof. I need the proof. <laughs> I killed all these guys. Now I need their blood. I need the power. You wash your hands in the blood and collect the power. Um, so... It's the Austrian problem. Sharing Stone is now like... This Alright, this is it. Um... I know you're you're gonna remember your Hauser now, so it's time for me to cancel you. Which I don't understand. Like, why is like you think Richter or Kohei and whatever would be like? All right, don't worry, he doesn't remember too much shit yet. Just like bring him to Mars instead. But she's like, nah, I'm gonna start shooting at him. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't remember very much yet. She doesn't need to blow her own cover. She could just be like, all right. Let's go to Mars and see what's up, right? And go with them and be like, and then well, just tell the Victor and Cohen so can wait at the airport gate or whatever and fucking grab him. I think the whole point is they don't want, they're not ready for him to go to Mars yet, right? They gotta get everything set up. Like their plan, their whole plan was centered around him. If you believe Cohen, mm-hmm. centered around him going to Mars a little bit later. He activated he just, himself too soon. Yeah, and he just kind of bumbles his way through. Right. What they wanted him to do. I guess, but um, <clears throat> if options are... So they're at the point where, all right, it's just not working out. Well, first of all, I guess also my call, Ironsides, Ironsides, Richter isn't in, on the, isn't in on the scheme, right? It's only Kohagen and Hauser. Yeah, but Kohagen sent Richter to kill him? No, he repeatedly tells him not to kill him. He's like, just capture him. Oh, word. Slow down. I don't really know. It's kind of indiscreet. Yeah, I guess also Shadowstone doesn't like... Radio in for advice. She's just like, oh, I guess I'll fucking kill him. Well, she calls uh, Mike Ironsides, right? And she's like, all right, I guess we're gonna attack him. I don't know. I uh, yeah. I don't know. It seems like a bold play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but so she's like, fuck this. Starts shooting at him. He's in the dark. Doesn't know what's going on. And it flips the light on. And they're like, holy shit, it's Sharon Stone. No oh. way. And then at this point, I'm like, oh shit. Brad Pitt and Angelina made an entire movie based on this concept. Mm-hmm. Probably not as many like shots to the nuts though. No, Sheriff Stone's just brutalizing Arnold's nuts in this <laughs> scene. <laughs> Which makes sense, like, if you're gonna fight. If you're gonna fight a dude, ladies, you're gonna fight a dude, go for the nuts, go or for the throat, eyeballs. Yeah. This was a wrestling video game, or any game that, like, tracks your damage. Like, uh, Arnold's nuts would be in the red. <laughs> <laughs> this is a red area, red area. Yeah, it's crotch over really working those nuts. Lordy, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, so the fight, you know, doesn't go in Sheriff Stone's favor. They just kind of, like, peter out. And she's like hustling him again. Yeah, and Arnold's falling for it because it's Sharon Stone. <laughs> you're the best. Uh, you're the best assignment I ever had. Want to have one more? Just for the rope? Tie me up. I didn't throw you so kinky. 
What are you trying to find out? And then uh, Arnold notices there's a bunch of... Oh, you clever girl. Yeah, you clever girl. Just like Jurassic Park. Yeah. Which and then, bam, violence against women's act. Yeah, he just pops her. Which, uh, unless something has changed by the time this is posted, the Violence Against Women's Act has expired. Thanks, Donald Trump. Why would there be an expiration date on that shit? Oh, white Republicans! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We've decided that violence against women is bad and should have harsh consequences. But only for the next 15 years. <laughs> After that, all bets are off. So, um, if it expires, what does that mean for... I mean, there's just not enough harsh punishments for shit. Oh. Uh, probably just still just don't do it. Not as much money. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not something you should be doing anyways, mm-hmm. but... <clears throat> don't be violent against anyone, except for, like, alt-right nerds on the internet. I mean, that's okay to punch your friends in the face. Yeah, you don't see them in real life too often. They don't get off the internet. Well, I guess maybe you do see them in real you life. just don't know. But they're not ever going to say anything in real life, because um, once they're in the meat space, they might actually get punched. Like Richard Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he punches her out. Um, he's like, I better dip out of here. I gotta tuck my giant ass gun into my coat. Yeah. Well, and and like, it's just bouncing around and then he doesn't have a holster. I know. Well, he, he wasn't expected to become all secret agent today. Oh, uh, yeah. Once again, it's a gang of regular looking dudes. Um, they bust in and they're like, oh, Sharon Stone. Mm-hmm. And Michael Anderson's like, don't touch her. She's mine. <laughs> I've been letting yeah, her taste I... that Austrian Andouille. <laughs> Andouille. <laughs> Yeah, so my client says love Sharon Stone. She loves him back. <laughs> Apparently, they have like a relationship. Yeah, somewhere. I don't know, man. It's so weird. Like you've been letting your girlfriend sleep with Arnold Schwarzenegger over the last six weeks. Yeah, she's Ironside is like, man, I knew I should never let Cohen give you a job. <laughs> Should've known this is what's gonna happen. Like really gross. That's so gross. Yeah, that's weird to think about. Like I don't know. Like if I if the worlds were reversed and I was Sharon Stone and they're like, yeah, I've been sleeping with this. Dude, as an assignment for the last six weeks, and you were just kind of cool with it. I'd be like, "Fuck you, man!" And then uh, Richter's little second in command helm was like giving me shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying she liked it? <laughs> Who wouldn't like him being with a man like that? You know what I'm talking about, Richter? You know he would. <laughs> you fucking nerd. Honestly, right now, uh, if I was a lady, if I was a gay man, honestly, right now as a as a straight man, if I had to have sex with a dude, it would be Arnold Schwarzenegger over Michael Ironsides. <laughs> 110%. Mm, maybe. I, I mean, Arn's pretty jacked. I mean, like, I like Jack, Jack writes dudes. poetry, from what I understand. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Jack dudes and stuff, but, um, like, the Ironside is, like, fucking intense in this movie. I'm into it. it seems dangerous. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> like a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Is Arn not killing people for it? Yeah, but he kills people for a good reason. Which is, I'm not <laughs> not just because they're in his way. Yeah, I'm not into that. Which is what we get to in a second. Like, fucking Michael Ironside is responsible for so much like collateral damage. Oh, yeah, he's just shooting everywhere. Like, fuck it, man. Get him. There are so many closed caskets that uh, Richter is responsible for in this film. Uh, yeah, so Arnold's trying to get out of there, but, you know, they spot him because he's Arnold. Just like in Running Man. Like, uh, you kind of stand out, man. <laughs> Uh, but fucking, they have a gunfight. This is great. He's just fucking blowing dudes away on the elevator. I love like the um, violence effects in Verhoeven movies. Yeah, Richter and his dudes kill a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, Arnold Schwartz, after the fight's like over, you know, he's killed a bunch of dudes and he's just walking off. 
he steps on one of the dudes' yeah. guy's chest, and it's like the wet, squishy side. Yeah, it's such a weird cut. It's like, I, oh man, really? Like, why show that at all? <laughs> it was pretty cool. I, I was like, oh, that's funny. Because um, that's what I mean. Is Arnold uses Verhoeven's violence is like extreme, mm-hmm. but it's like a really it's a comical effect. Ar- the way Arnold uses that one dude as a human shield, like, he's already dead, so I guess it's not Ar- Arnold. It's, it's mm-hmm. on Richter's goons, but there's no way that guy has uh, an open casket. Yeah, like, yeah, they turned to, his torso got turned into like hamburger helper. He's looking like spawn down there. He looks like uh, someone that uh, has been on Mars too long, out in the open air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Richter's friends like, you know, porking your lady, giving him that old yeah. Austrian sausage, Austrian uh, andouille. <laughs> he's like, are you saying she liked it? And he's like, no, no. Oh, actually, there's one part I, I forgot to mention. Uh, is it this part? Yeah, where the <laughs> the second time uh, Arnold's in the the Johnny Cab, and they're like, "Your fare is such and such." He's like, "Screw you!" <laughs> and then the cab fucking tries to kill him. I 110 percent believe that the Johnny Cab is 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 uh, programmed to try and kill a passenger that does not pay because. Corporations are considered people, right? Mm-hmm. Intentional manslaughter does not carry a very high uh, penalty. And how do you uh, put a corporation in jail, right? You probably just get fined. So they're like, oh, you're not going to pay the fare? This cab is going to fucking kill you. Welcome to the new future, America. Mm-hmm. Well, you put the robot in jail. Robot in jail. I mean, we haven't got to that part yet, but we're about to. Right now, what's happening is um, Richter and his friend get into... Ugly ass, long ass future car. Yeah. I don't know why the cars are so ugly in the future, but uh, he's in there talking to Kohei, and then it's like you gotta stop him before he gets total recall. And it's like, whoa, it says the name of the movie. Oh no, shit! They said it. it. Fucking happened. Whoa. Oh, um, I this is, I want to point out all this shit that we're seeing now is filmed in Mexico City. So they're in like the subway in Mexico City. They're out in. Like the Distrito, Distrito Federal, like Plaza, outside. Um, you can see all the advertisements are in Spanish. It's <laughs> pretty cool. I like it. I'm like, man, why did they film in Mexico City? Apparently, it's because architecture in Mexico City is hella dope. And then I went and looked at some of the pictures and stuff, and it Mexico City looks like a fucking cyberpunk weird future place. <laughs> Everything's like kind of like cement and stucco, but it's like really postmodern sort of design. So, good job, Paul Verhoeven. I'm sure they also got, like, you know, it was cheap and stuff. <laughs> but I was thinking that... It's did, always a consideration. Did they bring in, like, these... A lot of, like, fucking milquetoast white actors? Well, they had to. For extras? Because, yeah. Um, I mean, you see people that uh, look um, Mexican or South American and stuff in the background a little bit. But there's, like, people... And I realize there's people in Mexico that are European descent. Right. But there's people, like, on the elevator scene... That once I realized it was Mexico City, got her like fucking blonde hair, blue eyes. You could, they look all stuffy and boring. You could tell they're like Americans. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was like, man, they fucking bust these people in just to be like extras in a scene. Yes, that's crazy, man. I would like for me since it takes place in like 2084, I just have the citizens of Mexico be the extras because that's how it's gonna be anyways. <laughs> just a little brown people. Yeah. I think it would work. And then it'd be terrifying to the audience. They'd be like, oh, oh this no. horrifying future. Oh, no, the future is terrible. Like, no, they didn't ever build the wall. Oh, oh. 
Oh yeah, and then he escapes in the Johnny cab. Um, he t- he tears the Johnny out. Yeah, and tries to drive off of it. Yeah, drives it himself. Mm-hmm. Which seems weird. Like if the robot driving it, why does he even have a manual control? Yeah, why is it there? I guess for emergencies, because even the self-driving car we have now, like there's yeah, emergency controls. But uh, yeah, he hops out and he's like, "I'm not gonna pay." And my note is, I was like, "Why Johnny crash? Why Johnny crash?" Because I didn't understand. <laughs> but your hypothesis is like he didn't pay, so he's like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna kill you." Because it happens right away. He's like, oh, so sue me, right? And then mm-hmm. the cab's like, okay, you're dead. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't make that connection because I guess I wasn't thinking about um, our, yeah, corporate overrulers. Be like, yeah, you know what? They probably would just kill you for stealing from the cab service. Or um, they just automatically charge you using facial recognition. Mm-hmm. Or you left some sweat in the car and it picked it up. <laughs> yeah. you go home, there's a cop there. And yeah. Shoots in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger interrupts a, a rat meeting. All the rats, the rats are having a meeting, <laughs> and he's just like, "Get out of here, you rats!" And I'm like, "This is Parliament, bro, bro. Like, what are you doing? It's Parliament. This is rat Parliament." Um, he. Oh wait, we fucking. He has got that case. I forgot. Yeah, he got he that case secret. from some dude. Uh, they don't mention who that dude is. They're buddies or something in the agency. The agency. The agency. That's another thing that leads me to believe that it's the part agency. Of the man. Yeah. It's just the agency. It's like. I, on a source today, or Quaid, you don't have much of an imagination, bro. <laughs> it's the agency. Um, that old lady tried to steal his case, too. Yeah. yeah. I was so angry. I was like, fucking punch that old lady. She's <laughs> trying to take the case. For some reason, it really bothered me. And then it, I remember it really bothered me when I was a kid, too. That scene. Like, fucking, why did you try to take it? <laughs> That's <laughs> not her case. God damn it. But Arnold's actually pretty nice to her. I don't think I would be. I'd be like, get the fuck off my case, bitch. I'll fucking cut your eyes out. Especially because you're so much bigger than her. Mm-hmm. You're Arnold, right? Just yeah. that case. They're like, get out of your cripple, lady. Break <laughs> Look at you, man. I can just break your hands off. You're old. I'll cut you like crackers over soup. Exactly. All right, but back to the rat meeting. He's like scattered. He clowns, and he's got his case. He's pulling out secret agent stuff. He's got Monopoly money. Yep. A bunch of IDs. He's got holograms. Yeah, um, he's got a wristwatch that produces the holograms. I wonder if he'll use that again at some point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Check out his hologram, all right? Yeah, and he's got a um, a nose or a tracker grabber nose thing. Pull out his brain tracker. Yeah. So he. How the hell does that come out of his nose? It's Your the, nose is mostly collars, but there is I don't know how he gets up. It had to be up in his science passages, and that's all bone. I don't know how the fuck. Yeah, because they say it's in the skull. Right. And it's big round ball, and uh, yeah, I mean the part of your nose that comes off your face is like cartilage and flesh, so maybe you can stretch. But there's you know bone like right in your skull. Whatever. It's a movie, and it's also like one of the coolest effects in the movie. They did a really good job on the Arnold puppet. Like, yeah. you can tell it's a puppet, because, like, you can, like, see the, like, servos moving and stuff, but it just looks really cool. And you see the little red ball, like, coming down, and he's like, boop. And then the tractor looks like a bullet. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Quaid, <laughs> rather, not much of imagination. Uh, <clears throat> um, get the best line, get your ass pomals. Get your ass pomals. Get your ass pomals. Apparently, um, there was going to be a transition scene where they film, like, leading up to him. How he gets to Mars and that sort of thing, but they couldn't afford it. So Verhoeven was like, "Yeah, we'll just have this play over and over again, so so the audience gets the idea." Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. 
You're not me, I'm you, who's me? I get it. It's funny. It's a little conundrum. Yeah, um, Hauser, which is... The other. The other Arnold's name. Yeah, he just seems like really cocky. Major dickhead. Yeah, he does like a douche. Like someone will have punch that punch that man in the face. White mouth all of this piece of shit. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, my note says, you know, let me uh, kick you down some kletcha. Because it's just Arnold telling Arnold a bunch of shit. He's like, here, let me school you on what's going on. Let me, oh, oh I've got some information for you. Uh, he puts Let's the, give me some exposition here. Is get your ass to Mars. Uh, Richter and, and his bros are showing up. They have, they're even tracking him. He puts the tracker in the candy bar and gives it to the rats. Rats are all running around with it. Um, Rich is like, I'm blowing a rat. No, the dude with the tracker is like, there. And he just starts shooting. There. He starts shooting. There. And they just keep doing that for a while. And it's like, you can see, like. There's what, nothing there, man. Yeah, you can use your eyes. This is what happens when you trust technology yeah, too much. You can use your eyes and see he's not there. But, but uh, yeah, then eventually Rich is like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Let's go back to Mars. <laughs> and somehow him and uh, and Arnold arrive at the Mars spaceport at exactly the same time. Oh, wait. There's a, a scene of violence that we need to talk about real quick. The rat? Yeah, Richter shoots the rat. And then um, the rat's made of jelly. <laughs> suddenly, There's a lot of fucking blood in that And rat. it looks like jelly. It's blood. <laughs> it looks like jelly. It's that. probably a sick rat. <laughs> yeah, they carry diseases, I guess. They mm. look like um, healthy rats, though. Like they definitely got him from the pet store. <laughs> it's a part of the rent. Mm-hmm. But he shot him and jelly came out. He got like jelly donut all over the screen. Uh, yeah, but Anthony ended up at Mars at the same time. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two and weeks. This is where he learned that Quato lives. Yeah. He's also like, they consider him like George Washington, so apparently Quato owns people. Yeah, he owns the mutant slaves. I would assume. Also, uh, uh, Quato. Sounds a lot like uh, Quate, which is the Spanish word for twin. Didn't oh, yeah. they do that on purpose? For the parasitic twin there? Yeah. Was, so. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> 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 yeah, Quato lives. We'll see him eventually. He's fucking scary as shit. <laughs> I do not like him. I love him. Uh, I like that, uh, was it... Uh, is it Adventure Time? Not Adventure Time. Was it... Um, Venture Brothers that used Quato as a lawyer? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like a southern lawman. <laughs> now, 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 I'm just southern law. Um, it works. Arnold's wearing crazy disguise. He's disguised as like a middle-aged woman. He must um, be fucking tall as shit. Yeah. Uh, but what's cool about it is... Um, this lady had to have only been on set for one day, the a- actress that's portraying Arnold in right. a disguise, and she's doing, like, the craziest acting of her lifetime, I'm sure. She's doing wild shit. She's, like, reaching into her mouth, oh, pulling her cheeks everywhere, like, <laughs> I wrote down in my notes, like, it's cool effect, goes on for way too long, and if uh, Richter is actually serious about catching Arnold, the movie should be over right here. Yeah. Um, another problem with it that I have, when the mask, uh, the disguise starts to come off, a huge, like, chunk with the metal rod comes out of the side, and it goes out Boys a good, bar. like, six inches, and then when the mask opens up, Arnold's face is just in the face. Yeah, so where, had, where had, was that metal part? That metal rod, like, went into his ear, or what? <laughs> it's touching his brain? He's got his face all squished. Yeah, so that was pretty wild. 
But uh, it was a cool effect. Uh, it's, it's almost there's something almost disturbing about that scene. Yeah, we have to assume right that the head is malfunctioning, right? Yeah. That's what I always I guess. as a kid, right? That he's trying to get it to say other words, but it's only repeating two weeks for some reason. Or maybe he only programmed it to say two weeks and wasn't thinking they're gonna yeah, ask a real short sighted because you know he's not a good secret agent. <laughs> but he did have a nice contingency plan in that uh, it's also an explosive device. <laughs> get ready for a surprise! Um, and like right here. All the guards and Richter are just standing, staring at Arnold, taking off the helmet, and then throwing it to the one guard, and he just runs past, as it says, get ready for a surprise. No one tries to grab him, no one tries to shoot him. There's also way too many fucking dumbasses with guns to be in a pressurized environment. Well, I was thinking that's why they didn't necessarily shoot at him. It's because they're like, oh. Maybe, but at the same time, if that's the case, don't you think they'd have some other weapons besides uh, guns? Maybe like a taser, pepper spray? Uh, fucking baton. Yeah, but then he'd get captured and the movie would be over. Yeah, okay, I'm just <clears throat> I mean, yeah, you're I right. I expect just... some better writing out of this fucking movie, is that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean, you're right, it's just... This movie, this up. part really bothers me, because, like, right here, the movie should be over if you take it seriously. Also, we, uh, uh, everybody should know right now that, uh, Richter is real pissed that Arnold Schwarzenegger put his penis in Sharon Stone. And uh, Richard's gonna fucking kill everybody to get to Arnold. Yeah, he's got a real personal vendetta now. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna fucking blow these these windows out. I don't kill if I kill everybody in this goddamn space station. Yep, and then, so that's what happens. Everyone starts getting sucked out. Luckily, someone hits a big red button. The gates start to close. Arnold's able to just narrowly get under one. And Richter's like, fucking open that gate. I want to kill him. <laughs> and the other dude's like, they're all connected. And they're all because they don't like each other either. No one, no one seems like Richter. My name here says alien shit. They show like the pyramid and stuff. Yeah, we get the do the the Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory did. It's like I used to work on that. Yeah, our pyramid friend. Until I found that alien shit. I found an alien shit. In there. Like Luma. Oh, if that's what you want to believe, there, friend. <laughs> price of air, price of water. California. Yeah. And there's some weird parallels between water and air in this movie. You mean Fallout 3? Yeah, well, I, well, even just the way the well, California treats their water supply and uh, and how this movie treats everything. Oh, you mean like water rights and yeah. stuff? That weird shit? California, you weird. Um, Richter is a dickhead. He gets yelled at by Cohagen. Yeah, this is where we get the uh, Dick Jones anger rant. It's yeah. classic. He's, you fucking dickhead. You fucking moron. The spice must flow. Then there's that. The, the fucking there's also weird exposition here. He's like, Oh, uh, they say Quato's a psychic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a plan to deal with that. Uh, yeah, Arnold uh, steps off of uh, the subway or whatever, the tram that takes you to Mars. Capital City of Mars, and we get some Uber drivers. Yeah, that's, that's, the, same, that's the other version of Uber. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I got magazines and, and cigarettes. Whiskey. whiskey. I got that's a, like, I got a never, Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah, got them in the back of the Uber, and it's like, yeah, I got some water bottles, some candy if you want. Oh, some mints back there, guys. Yeah, it's like, fucking why you do that shit, man? I just need a ride. Because it's the same. It's exactly this. It's everybody trying to compete. But I would fucking never in my life would I be like, have my own like preferred Uber, Uber driver. You know? uh, can I you just, do that? I don't even know. I don't know. I think you would have to just like text them directly. Or <laughs> like, I'm not fucking doing that. Just give me a ride. I just want those five stars. Yeah. Because if you don't have five stars, you get fucked. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's my understanding of it. 
Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the whole business model is just like, how well, close can we get to slavery? Yeah, I mean, well, their whole business model is, is how close we get to slavery until we can afford robots to replace your yeah. houses. Hauser, Co- uh, uh, Quaid goes to the hotel, mm-hmm. gets a safety deposit box, and he's got uh, advertisement for tits. Yeah, it says sex, sex, the last resort. <laughs> Hotel Cork's gonna be like, fucking gross, man. <laughs> why, why did you put this in a safety deposit box? For a good time, call Molina. Yeah, and he has to check to see if it's his handwriting. And he's like, checks out. Oh, I'm betting I'm five kids of exactly. <laughs> So he's like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a ride, you know. Benny's <laughs> uh, got five kids. <laughs> he's got five kids. He sure does. And then there's a fight, an explosion, there's a gun battle. With everyday occurrence in Mars. Yeah, there's just some people fighting. It's like, ah, oh, these damn rebels. Uh, Normal stuff. Mm. Uh, radiation gives you powers, too. Everyone's psychic. And yeah, all that. Well, no, I think so, if you're psychic, you are a freak, but I don't think all, all uh, mutants are psychic. Yeah, but basically, Mars that, radiation makes you a freak, and if you're a freak, sometimes you have powers. I assume that has something to do with, like, the, the Mars radiation makes you kind of like, I don't think it was necessarily radiation. I thought they were turning into like alien people. Because Benny's arm looks a lot like oh. that hand print in the alien. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you didn't think about that, right? Did you? No. Now, what is? How do, what do you think of Quaid's imagination? I don't know. It's it's all right. He uh, but. No, it's not. Did you hear the music that's playing in this brothel? <laughs> I liked it. It was like a It sounds like shit, fucking like... the cantina music. <laughs> I think my note, it says, um, where is it? Cool music straight out of the 80s, 90s arcade brawler. <laughs> yeah. Um, Melina shows up, or he summons Melina. He's like, here's money. Tell her <laughs> she'll like me. <laughs> but the bartender's like, no, no, run try to look at the three tits first. Oh, yeah, three titty lady. I was reading about three titty lady. Um... The woman that played portrayed her in the film said she was super uncomfortable doing it, even though it's not even her exposed breasts, but she felt like it was. Yeah. And she was like real sad, like on the verge of crying for all her scenes. Oh, like, that's really that's depressing. a fucking bummer, man. That is real depressing. Especially because it's like such a classic character sort of now. Yeah. They included her in the remake. I have a friend from Halloween that that was her costume. Was <laughs> doing that way, and like I don't know, I just like like that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. I get it though. Yeah, I know. I, I totally get it. I just guess I don't know. I wish the, she would have done something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the only solace I take out is like, yeah, I know it made her feel uncomfortable, but at least it wasn't like her own breasts that were exposed, and that would have been feel even worse. So. Do you ever? Um, there's the Berenstein Bears dual plot line or dual timeline theory. Oh, the Mandela effect. Yeah, the Mandela effect. And this mm. movie uh, is one of them. Some people remember her as a Fortit lady, supposedly. Oh, they probably saw a concept art. She originally was supposed to have Fortit. Oh, right. Yeah, but they said it looked too much like cow's leather, so they just moved her. So, uh, just like all the other Mandela effects, there's a really a simple, logical explanation. Really simple explanation for it. <laughs> That's uh, basically what it comes down to is human memory is it not is very accurate. Here. That's why you can't trust witness testimony. Yeah, Melina's here though. She's like, damn, still bulging, huh? We've been feeding this. <laughs> He's like, blonde. I like that exchange. It's pretty funny. This whole, uh, Hauser Quaid goes on like a little, like, one line <laughs> extravaganza here. Yeah. Between him and uh, Melina, and then him and, and Tony. Tony, the uh, vagina face man. <laughs> you got a lot of nerves showing your face here. You got a lot of face. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's talking. <laughs> they go to uh, Melina and Hauser going secret, you know, they need a little privacy. 
Well, shit, trouble in paradise. He's upset that he had a fake wife yeah. that was forced onto him in his memory. It was like <laughs> it's basically a parallel to the beginning when his yeah. fake wife is fake, uh, upset about his dream girl, <laughs> which is just his imagination not very good again. So he's recreating something that happens. <laughs> Um, Melina's wearing the craziest outfit I've ever seen. Well, she's, you know, sleazy, but demure. She just, none of that shit matches. <laughs> it's just bad. Well, she's a prostitute on, like, Mars in the 80s. What do you want? Man, like, every, the other, like, uh, prostitutes look, or sex workers looked like... Is prostitutes an offensive word, though? Um, not offensive, but, like, sex workers. I have... Uh, Friendly lady. <laughs> Friendly lady. Ladies, ladies of, of the evening. Yeah, ladies of the evening. Yeah, you're supposed to say sex workers, I guess. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if there's any... Prostitution doesn't... I, I mean, I, whores I understand, but prostitution, yeah. I, don't, I don't get that one. Well, um, here's my feeling. is Same thing with um, like people's gender and stuff. If you are a sex worker and you prefer to be called a sex worker, which collectively they seem to, like, okay, I can handle that, you know? Yeah, whatever. And plus, like, sex workers all encompassing. Because, like, if you're just, like, you have premium Snapchat or you send news. Yeah, well, that's what I'm pulling point. She's, this woman is a prostitute and that she's selling her, her, she's selling sex. We don't know. She's that. not. Because we, I mean, there's. I mean, that's definitely an inference here. And we see I Betty guess. with the three tit women, you know, filling up the movies. Yeah, okay. but the Molina might not be. You think that's all she does is the, the movie thing? Because he's. No, no, but I'm saying Molina specifically. Well, but, because he's like, showing deals with special clients. Or I don't know. I, I think, just think that I think she, this is just her cover. Maybe oh, I guess that's true. It could be her cover for the underground. Um, I don't know, but I guess my point is that your know, sexual cover is, a, is more all encompassing. But in this situation, I'm specifically talking about a prostitute who's selling sex. Yeah. Not you know I'm on Instagram, uh, you know showing flashing my tits for money. You can't on Instagram. Well, you can. Well, you just got, like, underwear stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's you can post news on Instagram, can't you? No. I'm pretty sure you can. Mm-mm. Private messages, right? Um, you do whatever you want, private messages. Well, there you go, motherfucker. People are selling those. I guarantee it. No, it's more Snapchat than anything. Or uh, you can sell your panties on Reddit, ladies, if you want to get on that. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. I can sell my panties on Reddit, too, and say that from a lady. I'm, you probably could um, sell them as yourself. Oh, really? To the right market, I would assume. <laughs> There's someone who wants, like, giant dude panties. <laughs> Do you want a goofy six foot four dude panties? Check it out. I got you covered. I wore them all week. It's ridiculous. Fun, I wear them for a week, and then I flip them inside out and wear them for another week. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was ridiculous. Like, no, that's why people want, like, they want to use panties. You want that smell? Yeah. Pheromones and stuff. Mm, the pheromones. People don't have fucking pheromones. What? <laughs> Humans have pheromones. <laughs> We're fucking animals. Uh, argument escalates. They're fucking... Alright, we're broken up, I guess. She's just like, get the fuck out of here. Well, they were broken up before. He's been gone for six weeks. Yeah, but she's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see your stupid, stinking ass no more. Your bulging penis, motherfucker. And he's like, whatever. I'll fucking go get... It. I'll go back to my room and pout. <laughs> uh, but here's where Dr. Man shows up. Dr. Edge... Mark. Ed Bagley Jr. Dr. Edgebach. Uh, he says... He's here to throw it all back at us. Yeah, he 
says a lot of like pseudo scientific bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like this is made up jargon. Like, exactly. Yeah. So this is another favor in this yeah. being real. <laughs> no, this is another uh, aspect of it being fake because Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't know how to recall words. Well, but this guy's inserting himself into it to explain that he to Arnold that he's right. He's at a psychic console. Remember? Oh right, he's a free. This guy, this man is actually in, in Arnold's dream. So is Sharon Stone. I, I guess uh, he's having a free-form delusion, which makes sense grammatically. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said it happened because they were, weren't able to correctly insert their memory tapes into his brain, <laughs> which is weird. But uh, that reminded me, there's a, like a chill wave dude from like I don't know, late aughts. <laughs> Called Memory Tapes, that was pretty good, and I forgot that that his albums existed, and then that guy said it, and I was like, oh yeah, I should listen to Memory Tapes. <laughs> and then I listened to one song, and I was like, yeah, I remember this song, and then that was it. <laughs> so thanks, Total Recall. I'm guessing he probably got his name from this scene, too. Mm-hmm. Since it was all 80s vibes, anyways, for and Joe Wiv. Yeah, Dr. Edgebrock's got a red pill for him. He's gonna get red pilled. He's gonna be like, fucking minorities and women are the worst. Um, you fucking cuck. If you're a man and you watch a movie with another handsome man in with your girlfriend, you're a fucking cuck. Wow, uh, really? Is that how it works? I saw that on um, Incel Tears. Is that true? I watched, I feel like I've watched movies with Court that have handsome men in it. Well, right. you're, you're cuck now. I'm cuck. According yeah. to um, incels who... What if I watch a, mo- a movie with a, a pretty lady in it, though? Is she a cuck now? Because yeah. she really... I watched uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War, and that has uh, Scarlett Johansson and uh, Kate Olsen. I watched Black Panther with uh, Cora. That's got Angela Bassett, who I think I've had a crush on for like 30 years. My entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, I think you named the only two women in Infinity War, though. No, because like oh, Shuri's in it. Shuri's in it, and yeah. the what the fuck? I can't remember the actress's name or the character's name, but the the general, yeah, the yeah. head guard yeah, for Black yeah, Panther yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. So there's no women in it until you get to Wakanda, the advanced society. <laughs> How interesting. Oh, I guess they got um what Proxima Centauri, one yeah. of uh, Thanos' kids. There's a woman. Uh, those guys didn't exist in like the eighties Infinity War. No, no, they're that's more recent, recent ones. ones. The recent Infinity War. Yeah, the old eighties Infinity War Thanos kind of on his own. He's got a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Dude doesn't need to fly. He's got a helicopter. Uh, I guess we'll get back to Total Recall. Stop learning about being a cuck. Oh no, because you get a red pill. We can talk more about uh, being. A cuck. being uh, well, no, if you take the red pill, then you're not a cuck. Uh, then you're in a cell. You're a man going his own way. Blah blah blah. All this bullshit that people come up with to justify why no one wants to hang out with them. And it's, it's just because you're a douche. You're an asshole. And you got a shit personality. Your hygiene's bad. You just fucking talk down to everyone. Yeah. I know it's for a fact because uh, a couple of you guys work with me. One of them's even, like, on the same level of, like, supervisory. Ugh, they throw it on that fuck? Yeah, and uh, he's for sure in so Because uh, anytime he talks about a woman, he says female. Like, oh, my brother's coming up. I got this female coming and this female. Blah. Yeah, I've never talked about yeah, anybody. Someone, I've never, I don't even know if, like, I got this girl. I don't think I'm using the term, like, I've got this girl coming or this lady coming. It's so, it's so weird to me. Wait, so, first of all, it's I would be like, oh, I got, you know, Susan and, and, yeah. and Lauren are going to come. Well, like, yeah, my friend, uh, Jessica, you know, yeah, as, fucking <laughs> as, as a human being. You guys, but, it's uh, so But here's weird. the thing, it's, it's probably all bullshit. I know he's, uh, like, 25 and still a virgin. 
Uh, he, like, tries to make, like, casual racist jokes. Because mm. we work with a lot of Hispanic and black people. And, like, he called out this one young girl, like, because she has two last names, you know, because she's Mexican. You know, I mean, something Spanish. And he's like, do your parents know that you're in the United States now? And it's like, oh, oh you've got an HR, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and anyone who's like, yeah, you know, females, but, like, you've never had sex, you're a joke. Don't come talk yeah, to me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to listen. They might have sex, but I just, you're like. Oh, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, it's a red flag for me that you're not a very yeah, no, cool. You're, you're fucking weird. You're weird. You're weird. But yeah, so that's um my anecdotal evidence for why all you fucking weirdos and your little dumb men's rights subreddits are pieces of shit. Because <laughs> I've seen you in real life. Um, the doctor does go over basically exactly what's going to happen. He's like, after, if you don't take this red pill, the walls of reality will break down. You will find yourself being friends with Gohagen. Yeah, and the aliens. <laughs> There'll be aliens. Yeah, no, he lays out the final act of the movie. Well, I mean, literally right after the he shoots the guy, yeah, the walls, walls break down. Yeah. But still, I, again, there's enough to go both ways here because the doctor is not really saying real doctor shit, and he's sweating, even though he's supposed to be a representative of his, uh, representation of his actual self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Arnold could have just wanted to see the sweat. But uh, again, like the whole thing of the doctor is he's saying, "I'm not a psychic console or some other." Bullshit yeah, but he doesn't magically be able to... And he's inserting himself into the... He's there of his own accord. He's mm-hmm. giving his own thoughts. He's appearing as he wants to appear. That's my take on it. I guess. Um, uh, he shoots him, though. Blasts him. Blasts Blast him. Right. Right the... uh, uh, Arnold Stone gets the nuts again. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold gives a lot of people the old third eye on this one. Mm-hmm. I like it, too, because it looks like um, all the makeup effects look like buttholes. <laughs> well, we got some buttholes. Faces, and we got a vagina face from that one. Yeah. Year. Uh, yeah, Sheriff Stone, she's after those nuts again. <laughs> then we got a girl fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I like that fight because uh, they're not just, like, they're just, you know, doing, like, fucking beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> they didn't turn it into, like, some hokey, like, haha, women, when they fight, they pull each other's hair and stuff. I, I mean, know. I've seen women fight, I remember high school, like, a really brutal fight <laughs> between two girls, but they were pulling hairs, but... Also beating each other in the face. Yeah, yeah like, they're like, having each other's hair and they're like swinging really hard at each other's face at the same time. I mean, actually, like the thing is, like, if I was going to find another girl, yeah, if you grab them in the head, they can't get away. That's like hockey fights, you mm-hmm. know. You pull the shirt over their head, you like grab onto them by the their shirt, or even you get in the fight as a dude, like you just find a way to grab onto them so they can't get away. She gets shot. Stone gets shot. She gets a butthole <laughs> on her face. He's like, consider that a divorce. She's not the fools. That's pretty cold-hearted, Arnie. But she was trying to kill him first. Yeah, that's true. So, self-defense. Pussy past denied. Which is another subreddit that's full of like fucking insult dickheads. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, there's or, a lot of them. Or any of them. There's a lot of them. I, I, I just assume like the Donald, but I, I don't know. Really there's major. I'm sure there's right. like an incel, actual incel subreddit. This is the got, the incel subreddit got banned because they're promoting violence against women. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is there a violence against women subreddit? There is. Uh, like, and they love There's a replacement one that they try to be more tamer so they don't get banned. It's like True Cells or something like that. Mm. But uh, I don't go. So they're separated directly because there's a great one that's called Incel Tears, where they basically just carry all the best posts and I get to see them. <laughs> that's the same thing with like Top Minds of Reddit, where they'll 
go through like all the alt-right subs and be like, check out what this fucking idiot said. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's a lot of that shit on the internet. People don't like women. Um, it's tales all this time. That's always in the Malice Mouth for Karen was written. If you read it, it's uh, half of it's about how women, uh, witches, stop your penis from working. <laughs> <laughs> so what it really is is like grumpy dudes who uh, fucking can't get hard are mad at women about it because <laughs> they can't have sex. <laughs> and so that's basically um, that's been going on for thousands of years now. And now people just get to talk about it on the internet. Alright, so yeah, incels, they suck. Um, hopefully, there's a eugenics program that takes place. <laughs> of all incels. I feel like you uh, are buying into the whole <laughs> thing, man. Well, they say their wrists are too small and their skulls aren't the right shape. So oh, shit. Are that phrenology shooting? Yeah, if that's the case, then you're right. We should treat it like Sparta. You guys need to be eliminated <laughs> from the gene pool. It's fun, a big cliff and just throw them off. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, Sharon Stone's dead. Uh, We're all sorry. Melina and Quaid I mean, run this off. Mo- this movie part right here, I have in my notes, the movie begs the question. Melina or Lori? I mean, Melina for a lot of reasons, obviously. Yeah, because she um, doesn't keep punching them in the nuts. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I like this next scene where um, it's Richter and his friend again, and they're hiding behind a corner. And they, like, jump out and steal an elevator. <laughs> like, that was their master plan. Like, they jump out and rush ahead of a bunch of people to get into the elevator. Like, I don't That's straight up what it looked like, because they're just hiding out. Like, all right, go on the elevator! And they just well, smash it. Uh, Ironside sees his, his dead lady. Yeah, he becomes, um, all right, so I have two options here. His Michael Ironsides, right? But he becomes Michael Ironsides. <laughs> Or Michael Sadinside. <laughs> Michael Sadinside. Michael Sadinside, okay. So Michael Ironside becomes Michael Sadinside. Well, this is when he goes on, like, Max Kill. He's like, I'm gonna go for Max Kills! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot the windows, it's fine! He's like everyone who plays Overwatch with this. Yeah. I want to get the kills! And yeah, no you and me are like, I guess, you, do you want to be a tank? Or do I want to be the tank this yeah. time? <laughs> or, yeah, because you're gonna be the healer if yeah. I'm the tank. You gotta switch back and forth, tank healer. Cause nah, man, gotta get them kills. We should play yeah. Hell yeah, I love Overwatch. Um, <laughs> uh, Arnold and Melina are running. There's a guy on the stairs, and Arnold's like, "Move!" And Strip just pushes him over the railing. And it's like, "What the fuck?" You, you know, he's like, "Move!" And the guy goes flying. Man, you're a dick, Arnold. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, this point in the movie too. I also realized that Michael Ironside's living up to that that Ironside name. Um, the Ironside's like a term for like a big strong, right? A strong, tough dude from, you know, like the 1600s. What, Ironside? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, you know... But uh, old Oliver Cromwell was also known as Ironsides. Oh, gross. And so, as we all know, Oliver Cromwell likes to murder fools. He also, um, so not to veer into the weird alt-right territory where they're like, oh, the Irish were slaves too. Oliver Cromwell did send about, like, 100,000 Irish people to... Uh, out to be basically servants for yeah, the Dutch servitude. I mean, yeah. in Dutch servitude is like slave. I think we talked about this before. It's 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 in the neighborhood of slavery. It's down the block. It's uh, it's slavery with a few more rules. Yeah. Eventually, you might get free. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, but it's all women and children. Um, and uh, they it wasn't it was also some it wasn't necessarily in Dutch servitude. Some of it was like, hey. You're gonna go die in Barbados. <laughs> Anyways, so fuck off Cromwell. Spit on his name. And uh, yeah, Cromwell's roundheads. 
that raped the land we used to live in. That's all right. America's pretty cool. Thanks, Cromwell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it, though. That's what the Irish in America like to tell themselves, right? I guess. We made it. It was okay. Yeah, it, was, it worked out. Well, John Kennedy was president. We did it. I mean, like, we're Joe hella, Biden was vice president. I yeah, guess. we're hell integrated being white now, so I guess that works out. Oh, well, fuck the English and their stupid fucking cracker crown. Um, they hop back in with Benny uh, getting a shot. Like, fuck. Richter's, like, fucking got a machine gun. Blast your black window. Then he's got, um... Fucking grenade launcher or some shit. Some big ass fucking <laughs> yeah. gun. I don't know a lot about guns, especially future guns. It seems pretty tough. Uh, he's not getting them though. Well, obviously. He's shooting them with this big ass gun. It doesn't seem to be doing any damage to the cab even. You think it would just like blow through it? It's a, a super cab. Um, but Benny doesn't have any brakes, so they crash through some tenements. Benny <laughs> even got brakes. We got five kids to feed. We got five kids to feed. Uh, they run to the last resort. Luckily, everyone's ready for this shit. Tony opens the secret passages, lets them in. Arnie's like, thanks, Tony. Tony's like, all right, cool, we're friends then. <laughs> Richter as his general. Fucking kill everybody. He shoots the three-breasted woman. Yeah, he shoots her in the back like fucking Wild Bill Hickok. He is a coward. Remember, he'd run around talking about how many people he killed in the gunfight. <laughs> and shot all of them in the back and shit. Like, you'd be in a poker game. They're not supposed to have guns in the... Uh, wherever they're at. <laughs> That's not the battle of Mr. Scruggs. Yeah, he still just had a gun. He shot, shot some dude. Wild Bill, you crazy motherfucker. Um, yeah, so they're fucking shooting everyone, man. It's going crazy. It's popping off like Paris. Yeah, well... And I'm talking 1870. <laughs> I think uh, the funniest part to me is that the, the little person is just called Thumbelina. Thumber... Thumberlina. Thumberlina. Yeah, it's the more, like, um, Dutch way of saying it. Because, you know, uh, from the Netherlands. And she, uh, she's got stabs a dude. Oh, apparently that scene, um, well, this is Total Recall, the original kind of X-rated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that scene is probably much more brutal where she stabs him in the gut and, like, pulls it up to his chest and, like, opens him up. Oh, God. That's why, in, like, the next cut you see the chest, or the knife sticking out of his chest, even though she got him in the gut. <laughs> I would have liked to see it. I like gore effects in movies, though. The uh, the whorehouse goes crazy though, murders everybody. Mm-hmm. But then Cohen's like, pull the troops back. I got a plan, and he turns off oxygen. Cut off there. <laughs> Quato is revealed. Yeah. Where's Quato? Oh, don't mind him. He's just my parasitic twin. <laughs> Open your mind. Open yeah. your mind. Open your mind. He's fucking spooky. No, queen. He's a cool effect, but he's scared. <laughs> also, um. How do you hide all that shit just under a shirt? Yeah, I know. It's pretty <laughs> obvious uh, that the guy, the quadra doesn't exist under the guy's shirt uh, at any other point in the movie. Yeah, because this one, it's like, Ooh, what's going on with your belly there? And then when he runs out and he tries to cover a quadro, it's bulging. Mm. He would have like a giant beer gut. Um, uh, maybe quadro is able to like recede back into <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Like a testicle. Quadro like shows or, like. Quade alien shit. Mm-hmm. Like, look, it's an alien machine. Let me show what's in your <laughs> And then they get in, everything gets interrupted by a goddamn drill party. All those <laughs> drill machines show up. Damn, the drill's here. Chief Keef was there. Get it? Because Chief Keef made drill music. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whatever happened to that shit? Chicago moved on. 
Here comes the uh, the Benny reveal. Oh yeah, betrayal. He's man, I got four kids to feed. And Arnold's like, man, you've definitely said five kids like twenty times already. So I got you, caught you in a lie. <laughs> After he already killed Quato. Yeah, like, well, man, I'll go fuck. He's like, yeah, I don't have any kids. Fuck you, Arnold. I'm not even married. Yeah, but he kills Quato. Uh, Quato was like, turn it on. No. He's still trying to say stuff. Machine, quit. Uh, Richter shoots him. Turn on the quit. Yeah, Richter gets him with another butthole shot. Turns his head into a butthole. Quattro's gross. <clears throat> then uh, they bring him to Kohagen, and there's a part where he's like, Yeah, you're perfect. We couldn't infiltrate him before. And it's like, Yeah, because the mutants could tell you were fucking like squares, man. <laughs> like, yeah, we could never get in there before. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Like, well, because he has a fucking square. Uh, just a bunch of fucking mayonnaise and honkies coming in there trying to, like, Hey, Guys, what's it like? Um, I'm from the streets too. You guys like oxygen? I sure wish we could get more for cheaper. How about that resistance? Huh, <laughs> uh, fellas? Wait, what? Where do you keep your quados? Uh, then Cohen gets. He shows Arnold the deep fake. I mean, supposedly this is really Hauser talking to him, but I don't know if you can trust it. This is 2048. This is deep fake. <laughs> I mean, this is when it all comes home to roost, because otherwise it makes no sense as to why Quaid isn't hiding under a fake identity under Quado or uh, Cohagen's instructions. Like, why co- why keep Hauser alive if he's turned on Cohagen? So, obviously, he's it's a double agent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it, it's... So, it's Cohagen and Hauser telling the truth. Yeah. It'd have to be, because... Nothing else makes sense. If this, is, I mean, the other part of it is that it's all dreaming. Yeah, it's just fucking hallucinating. Like but if you take this out as the, this is the reality. Mm-hmm. This is the only scenario that makes sense because otherwise, if if Hauser turns on you, it's gonna reveal all the secret information that he has. Just kill him. Just fucking kill him. Why keep him alive on Earth? Yeah. Porking Sharon Stone. Yeah, you're right. This it just doesn't make any sense. But then why um he's just so gung ho about? Or maybe it's the triple cross. <laughs> Hauser so Hauser so the, this is it's all going sort of to Cohagen's plan that's why I kept him alive and in secret but Hauser actually is like he loves Molina and he's part of the resistance so that's what he really cares about but he's playing the long con mm-hmm. I don't think so well, I was, how does why how does Benny know to be at that hotel but why is he dreaming about Molina and shit I think it's probably implanted in his that's part of the identity oh okay on yeah, I don't know. This is pretty mind bending, which is the edition of this movie I watched. It was the mind bending edition, like the 2012 Blu ray. Oh, I didn't watch the mind bending edition. Like, uh, special features. I haven't watched them, but there's like a making of Total Recall. Alright, cool. Yeah, so I don't know. Tire plan is revealed. Um, they're gonna uh, reformat his brain. Yeah, and uh, Molina's. Yeah, turn him into her. How you say? Yeah, <laughs> you're no longer to be sleazy or demure. You'll be willing and eager. <laughs> you're gonna be Hauser's babe. I'll bust his balls. No, you won't. No, you won't. That's what Sharon Stone tried to do. Look what happened to her. She got a third eye. Mm-hmm. Second butthole. From her forehead. Uh, I like this escape scene. It's real fucking violent. He like rips off the arm thing. And he starts fucking beating people with it. Stabbing up. people with it. There's, There's a lot of just violent shit in this movie. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just like wouldn't want to get hit in the face with like. Oh, that looks like a shitty way to die. Steel rebar. Um, but you know he breaks free, saves Molina. 
he's like, oh, are you still you? And she's like, why don't you find out? They kiss. And it's like, no. I don't know what. <laughs> but right. they run off like it's all good. So The entire time, like, don't struggle. You'll, you'll get a psychopathic embolism, psychotic embolism. Uh, they show everyone's asleep because they don't got any oxygen yeah. and they get real tired. I don't know, things are just moving at a nice clip here. They're like, oh, aliens built this pyramid. It's actually a secret mm-hmm. air conditioning machine. Yeah. It's HVAC. No, drill machine. Martian no, but yeah, Benny attacks him with the drill machine, though. Yeah. They're like, well, I could have sworn there. Screw you, Benny! <laughs> um, I just think that drill machine's got a super terrible design, like the hydraulic lines are right there in the front in the drill where yeah. it's going to be drilling into like hard rock, rock and shit ridiculous but yeah he cuts the hydraulic line and benny's like god damn it these damn drill machines and <laughs> screw you benny he drills through and uh There's gets a lot, a lot of blood that was like super violent as you would think so i'm guessing that's probably where there's a cut too yeah um, then here's an extended scene where that watch with the hologram finally pays off. <laughs> they just use that shit like crazy for about 15 minutes. <laughs> it's all like kind of like cute, you know what I mean? <laughs> like kind of corny. It's like, oh, I'm over here, guys. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> how, how cute, I guess. I don't know. Uh, they have a crazy elevator fight with Richter and Quaid. Like, it's it's intense. It's probably like five minutes, but they like the body slam each other, like beating each other's like onto the walls and stuff. It's, and then, yeah, Quaid's got him over the edge, and he's like, you're coming with me. And Quaid just pulls him up a little bit. And he's like, nope. And he gets, he gets the arm by a shelf. See what the party looked at. Oh, yeah, because Richter told him he's going to see him at the party after yeah. his brain got fixed. <laughs> The best part to me about the whole thing is that Richter was not in on any of this shit with, uh, with, with Hauser and Gohagen. So, like, in the entire time, he's like, this guy's been having sex with my girlfriend, and he's supposed to come back and be alive, and at the end of it, he gets, like, this pre-programmed, like, super wife, and what do I get? And I get nothing. So I'm gonna punch him in the mouth before he, uh, he gets his brain wiped. See you at the party. <laughs> See you at the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rick's just kind of a bitch. He's a cuck. <laughs> he is. He is. Like, I mean, this is the dude. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a cuck. He's being cuckolded. Uh, I mean, okay, so they make it to the top of the fucking alien machine. I don't understand how it works. I kind of really hate the alien part of this. Movie. <laughs> that that wasn't supposed to be the original ending, apparently. Well, it still had aliens, which I think is dumb. But uh, whatever. Fucking crystal skull in there. Yeah, there's gravity. They're doing that same shit they did earlier where, oh, we're gonna get sucked out. There's a lot of tension, but not really. Arnold Schwarzenegger pulls himself back in. Turns, He does the Nightcrawler hand thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like Nightcrawler from the X-Men. Touches it. Um, then it gets sucked out. They're getting crushed by Martian atmosphere. Eyes are bugging out. What's gonna happen? Some more tension, blah blah blah. Oh, the machine works, and everyone's got oxygen on Mars now. Blue skies on Mars, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Just like the Torricol vacation he's supposed to take. And then, uh, so they're fine, Melina and Arnold. And he's like, I just had the crazy thought. What if it was a dream? Kiss me. And then they kiss, and then white light coming up from the corner, zoom, clears the whole screen. Lobotomy. <laughs> that was all a dream. 
Well, it was, I uh, mean, this movie's been out long enough. Verhoeven's still alive. I'm sure he's uh, he's given an interview where he's given his view on something. He's a pretty foreign delusion. Uh, he has, in fact. Here's what it is. Uh, to Paul Verhoeven, he always assumed it was a dream. Uh-huh. It was, like, the free form delusion, like, running wild or whatever. But he said, uh, based on what he knows about Arnold Schwarzenegger's type of fans, a lot of people would assume, and it can be assumed rightly, that it is just actually happening. Mm-hmm. So what he's basically saying is, uh, fans elaborate. I think it's a dream. Uh, people who like Arnold Schwarzenegger are dumb <laughs> meatheads, so it's real. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the Philip K. Dick novel... I've read that. I've read some Tolkien stuff, but PKD. Um, uh, it's like not really that similar to what the movie is. Yeah, well, so. I mean, my with Philip K. Dick, he kind of to me has like a similar movie career that Stephen King does. Like he has all these uh, reasonably successful uh, short stories and novels that have been adapted to movies, and none mm-hmm. of the movies are really anything like the books. Yeah, like, still yeah, good movies, but but not. Yeah, some of them are good movies, and some of them are. But well, um, Blade Runner is good. Oh, Recall's good. Yeah, I guess that's true. But there's some that aren't. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen Man in the High Castle. Oh, Except for like yeah, the first ten know. minutes. And it didn't seem anything like the book to me. Uh, Minority Report was originally intended to be a sequel yeah. to Total Recall. I remember that. Um, but then this became Minority Report. And Minority Report was another Philip K. Dick story know. that didn't have anything to do with Total Recall. <laughs> but they're like, whatever, we'll make a sequel. And uh, Minority Report's alright. Yeah. I don't like Tom Cruise. Um, it's I'm, another movie with a similar, like, oh, is this movie ending a dream or real? Yeah. Is it a cypher? Uh, yeah, so, what'd you think, man? Is, do you think it's real? Oh, uh, no, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter one way or the other. I, uh, again, I, my view on it is that it's like, it's like Hans Lambert, that depending on your personal interpretation, there's evidence mm-hmm. to go both ways. I feel like, um, I, I like it, I think it's more interesting if it is just his delusion run wild. Because... Mm-hmm. The alien shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Total Recall? I like Total Recall. It's probably one of the best. It's like, you know, top tier classic 80s, 90s action movie. They don't make action movies like this anymore. No. No. I, I mean, they don't really make action movies anymore if you think about it. No, I mean, Tom Cruise kind of makes Mission Impossible once in a while. But, like, those are still goofy and weird. And then... I mean, all the superhero movies are action movies, but yeah. it's not the same because it's just not, like it's not in camera. It's not like fight scenes or shootouts. It's just yeah. CG characters jumping all over the place. Into the Spider Verse is really good though. I mean, I saw it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah no, the internet's like well, it's ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it was really good. Uh, <laughs> The uh, I used to, I mean you were a fan of Spider Man, so you see mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the I grew up reading Spider Man like the late eighties, early nineties. That's my thing too. And it really reminds me of like a nineties Spider Man comic. So. I think um I would enjoy all these Marvel movies and shit much more if they were just animated. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't like Well, I mean that's kinda of where we're going in like ten years. You're yeah. gonna have Chris Evans playing Captain America, but it's going to be completely CG. Yeah. Well, I don't want that to happen, though, because that's... I I don't like when... That's happening. Yeah. That's like The Lion King. Oh, it's live action. No, it's not. That's just a different kind of animation. Mm -hmm. You film some uh, environments and then animated (laughs) some things in there. Yeah, but no, if they were... All the Marvel movies just straight up animated, like, in the Spider-Verse or... Not even the same animation style or whatever. Like, I'd be way more interested in it. Because, um, I mean, 
Thor Ragnarok is really good because uh, I don't think they go too over the top with dumb CG shit. A lot of it, ninety yeah, percent of the movie is in camera, just character interaction and comedy and stuff. I mean, he fights the Hulk. That's the CG, a lot of CG shit, and then the fight at the end with like Fenrir and stuff, giant wolf. You know, in general, it's not even too crazy. Same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, a lot of the movies just character interaction and in-camera shit. They're actually on set sometimes. What? Yeah. A set? Nuts, huh? I don't think so. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, they don't make action movies anymore. They just make spectacles. What are we watching next? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Fuck, man. Should we watch Blade Runner? Oh, shit. That's a weird one to watch. Yeah, fuck it. Let's watch Blade Runner. Well, I remember the other day, it's like, oh, man, we're in the boring cyberpunk future because the government shut down <laughs> and the left and stuff. It's like, yeah. And, like, everything's corporately owned. You know, tons of people complain on the internet about YouTube's content control. It's like, well, it's corporate oligarchy. Oligarchy, what do you think? And people are so loyal to brands and their consumer identity. Like, yeah, that's oh, crazy. I'm a Marvel fan. Marvel's like my identity. It's like, oh, it's a fucking brand. Or people, uh, your phone, you know, like, so we're in boring cyberpunk future, boring dystopia. So let's watch a movie about boring cyberpunk <laughs> Blade Runner. Which, uh, the question is what version of Blade Runner can I fucking watch? Um, theatrical or do you want to watch one of the directors, one of the 15 director's cuts? So there is one of the director's cuts that's pretty good. The problem though with the director's cuts is um, it's just more uh, like establishing landscape shots mm-hmm. and they reuse them a lot. Um, so the establishing landscape shots in Blade Runner are fucking amazing because it's amazing with miniatures and lighting yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But the fact that they reuse some of the same shots is that bothers me. So uh, I'll do a little bit of research determine which one's the best. The last one I watched was the definitive director's cut from like 2004. Last time I watched it. <laughs> I remember it had to be around 2004 and they came out with a, a, a Blu-ray collector's edition, right? Mm-hmm. And it had like 20 different versions of the movie on it. Yeah, there's so many different edits of this movie. Uh, what it is is um, it came out, didn't do very well, but it had a huge cult following. As it obviously still does. That's why 2049 exists because yeah. of the cult following. But um, I forget who owns it, like TriStar, whatever company is that owns it. They're like, fucking people love this movie. It's critically acclaimed. Why can't we sell this shit? So they just keep trying to edit it into like a way, a package that people buy and really sell. Yeah, They're like fucking, we need to make money off this shit somehow because people love it. None of it works because it's just a really like specific niche sort of movie. That even happened with Twenty Forty Nine. Yeah. Even as yeah, much broader, twenty four nine is much broader, more accessible than the original Blade Runner, but it did not make nearly as much money as it needed to or should have. I actually really love twenty four nine. I love the original Blade Runner too. Though. All right, yeah, fucking Blade Runner. We're gonna watch it now that we've rambled on about it <laughs> so much. The, that episode's probably gonna be long as shit because I'll talk about Blade Runner shit nonstop and cyberpunk, but whatever. Join us next time in the Space Force. MixVentureProduction.com MCVentureProductions.com We got Patreon soon. Oh uh, yeah, well, you can donate through PayPal right now, or you can buy ad space, which that just really went up on the website this week. Uh, so if you had tried to do it before, there was no option. Oh, we can do it now. Thanks for listening. Um, don't be an incel. Space Force. Bye, everybody. Space Force.